Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Win great prizes from your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. KCNS FM Colville. KCNS AM Salt Lake City. Live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studios. This is 97.5 1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Live from Kaysville, it's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We're hanging out with our friends at Little Caesars, 283 North Flint Street in Kaysville. I want to remind you. Uh, they're continuing the promotion they had with the Jazz. They're continuing it on with the Bees. The day after any Bees win, home or away, you win a free pepperoni extra most bestest pizza with the purchase of a custom round two-topping pizza. Got to do it through the mobile app. Use the promo code SLBs. And Gordon, you've seen the you you've seen the pizza portal over there, man. That thing is slick. You just yeah. hold your phone under it, and then bam, your order is right there. Yep. And, of course, it's uh, delicious and affordable. Little Caesar certainly is the best. Very and convenient. You come visit us. We still have a couple of bees tickets to give away. Still have some coupons for some free uh, hot and ready pizzas as well, so we'll make it worth your while. Come by and visit us. All right. Joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line Color Analyst for the Jazz Radio Broadcast, he is the one, the only, the legend. He is Ron Boone. What's up, Booner? Not a lot of anything, man. Just a lot of downtime here with all this rain and cold weather. And, boy, going to have to go to Florida. Yeah, this weather Play is golf. going to, uh, to be just torturing a golfer like yourself. Yeah. It definitely is. What's going on, guys? Just doing a radio show, Ron. Uh, we're curious to get from you some thoughts on what you think the Jazz need to do this offseason? Do you have specific areas that you have in mind that they should uh, attack and try to get better? On what they should do, uh, they're gonna, uh, I think they'll make the move there, Gordon, for sure. I, I think they've gone as far as they can go with, uh, with the roster they had, especially since they stayed pat last year. Um, you know, I probably know what they'll be looking for. I mean, they're looking for some guys that can shoot threes, um, uh, athletes uh, uh where are they you know you just don't know but I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, some moves will be made here because i mean how much farther can you go with the team they have right now rod gordon and i were talking about this the other day rudy gobert is such a hard worker and it seems like he just has made improvement after improvement and whatever he chooses to focus on in the offseason gets a whole lot better with that in mind to take his offense to the next level, what does he need to add to his game? Do you think? You know, you know, guys, I've, I've been um, struggling with this since Rudy, you know, joined the Jazz. I mean, you can see the potential that he has. Uh, he, he's long. Uh, I think he does a great job of recovering defensively. You know how great he is defensively. What I would have liked to have seen, and, and still would like to see, is him to develop something with uh, with the basketball in his hands, with his back to the basket a signature move or something that he can rely on uh, offensively. Uh, I'd love to see him do that. I, I think that would just, boy, that would just make him such a much better basketball player and, and give the Jazz some different options uh, offensively instead of, uh, 
you know, instead of dunking the basketball. Uh, over the years, I've just been so surprised at the value he brings to this team without that type of um, of offense. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And and he's uh, boy, he, he's developed that into third team All NBA. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? What do I know? You know, what I've been looking for for him for for many many years that he's been here is something uh, that he could that he can rely on, or maybe that we can rely on. Uh, with the ball in his hands, maybe with his back to the basket, you know, something like that. Boner, Jake and I have been sort of uh, have a vision of Rudy Gobert with a sky hook. How about that? I don't think anybody could block that. Oh, so. my goodness. How sky would that be? That would be awesome. We would love to see that, you know. Uh, just think about that. With the 7-9 reach, I mean, that is probably the most untouchable shot in the NBA, I've never seen Kareem get that shot blocked. Um, I think if Rudy would develop that, that would be just perfect. Picture this, guys: coming across the lane with a sky hook, and and but no one can block it. I mean, that would be even if it was only a forty percent shot for him, it would be something that that would be a threat, you know, offensively. When Kareem developed that that type of a move uh it became unstoppable and that's why it became the sky hook and i played with him and when they would take away the middle which keep him from going across the middle all he would do is just pivot and shoot it from there so it was that was a very unstoppable shot for him so if rudy was to develop something like that it, it would be awesome i know rudy uses his left hand around the basket quite a bit but when he's uh shooting free throws and you know that type of thing he uses his right hand so I don't know which hand he would want to use as far as developing that sky hook, but that would be an awesome shot there, Gordon. You know, Boner, think about it, because he is really coordinated. Doesn't he seem like he's fairly coordinated for a guy as big as he is? It seems like this is not pie in the sky. He impressed me during the during this season with changing directions, going to the basket, um, and, and slivering and, and slashing between two defenders in order to shoot the basketball. So he is definitely athletic. I mean, um, we've watched him, you know, during the time he's here and how he's gotten better and better, you know, around the basket doing those type of things. So a couple of years ago, I thought the most important thing for him to, for him to, to do over the summer was develop something like that. And, and I think he's gotten better but I think he can get better, you know, if he was to develop something like that and really give the Jazz a, a, another asset around the basket. Ron Boone with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now, Ron, I want to ask you this question partially because I really enjoy it when you give a little pushback when David Locke gets uh, a little too nerdy. <laughs> I like it when you call him out on his nerdiness. What do you think about uh, the influence that analytics – have had on the NBA game, and I'm asking you this too because you're you're an old school NBA guy. What do you think about how math has become part of the issue? I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I love arguing with David, and we have a great time arguing with it, and and and, and making him prove a point to me. You, you understand what I mean? We sit together on the plane, and he works all the time. And sometimes I tell him, David, that is useless information, and I want to hear. <laughs> but. He, he's, you know, he, he's the best at it, and he's an analytic guy, just like the rest of the league. And so, he is so good at at, at at what he does. But it's just fun bringing the old school, the old way of playing basketball, um, 
it's it's not dead. Perfect example, guys. We're watching the Golden State Warriors. You know what they run? They run an old school passing game, but it has an analytic flavor to it because of the threes and and uh, in, in that type of event. So, old school style is, is still is still alive, and and the, the the Golden State Warriors is a perfect example of it because they do make a lot of twos as well. I mean, they shoot the threes, but they do you know take a lot of a lot, a lot of two point shots, but. Uh, David is, is the best at, at it, and, and he can he can beat you with numbers. And what he's so good at, guys, and you got to watch him, is that he can convince you that he's right when he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Booner. I love it because you don't have to take that crap from him. <laughs> hey, that's my man, and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm the only one who can say that. You talk about him like that, I get mad at you, but I'm the only one who can do that. <laughs> you know, but, but, but your point is well made here, Booner. I mean, it's a utilize both to your advantage. You can be old school, and you can utilize the numbers and make it work for you. Just don't marry the analytics. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm totally in for that. I mean, the most popular play offense in the league right now is, is a pick and roll. That is the oldest play in the in the history of the NBA. The pick and roll and the give and go. I mean, it just and it's done all the time. Now they put the analytics flavors into the pick and roll, and they've made you know something out of it. But they're it's when the play breaks down, they go to the pick and roll, or you know they. Run a pick and roll so they can get a mismatch. You know, it, it's just old school basketball, and so you can't get away from it. But it's just fun arguing about it. And you know that's where the league is going. You got to run with it. You got to go with it. And you know I do. And and I understand the way the game is played now. Uh, but you know, just don't forget about you know this league started what 1946. <laughs> Ron Boone with bad us. Bad about that. Yeah. Booner, uh, I'm curious. After watching the Jazz play Houston and the and the Rockets look so get a, good against the Jazz, are you surprised that they didn't take advantage, uh, or I guess win more against Golden State, even uh, when they lost Kevin Durant? I was very surprised. I thought that there was any team in the NBA that could beat the Golden State Warriors was the Houston Rockets. Um, I just thought that they were playing well enough. I thought. The key player on that team was Tucker, just like the key player on the Golden State Warriors is, is Draymond Green. I thought Tucker uh, was was getting the job done in the playoffs, and I thought he was the player that was really going to make a difference. And and but you know your star players have to show up, and James Harden did not do that. Uh, from what I understand, there was a little conversation or a little disagreement between him and Chris Paul there uh, because uh, <laughs> I guess. James Harden wasn't passing the basketball, but he hasn't done it all season long. So, you know, what's, what's the deal? But I was, I'm, I'm with you guys. I was very surprised that the Houston Rockets did not take advantage of, um, of with Durant being out. Booner, we've talked – this is the last question from me anyway. I know you've got other things to do. But, Booner, the, we, we have talked so much about the importance of paying the right players the maximum amount of money. If Rudy Gobert is a max player and Donovan Mitchell becomes a max player, they have to play like that on the floor, right? And then the Jazz have to utilize 
the, the, the rest of their money on the right players. And the worst thing that can happen to you is paying the wrong players, right? It's not it's not, not having the players and having some financial flexibility. It's the opposite. When you yeah. spend and you're stuck, how important is it that those two star players really become superstars? So, so now you know why Dennis Lindsay's job is so tough. Uh, because there are so many players that don't deserve, well, I'm sorry, I don't want to say it that way, but that that are product of a system or product of the salary cap and, and the fact that they can get paid because of the years they've been in the league, years of service, uh, you know, so many different ways that guys can get get paid. Now, Rudy's situation here is, yeah, that doesn't come into effect, what, three, four years from now? Right. Is, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then, But who knows what he'll be like in two or three years. Who knows if the league is going to go to a point where that's you got to be a stretch five in order to um, help your team or make your team better. But I totally agree with you, Gordon, and, and, and I think if you talk to a lot of the old school guys, I mean, there's just – the, the way guys are getting paid now is, is just, it's unreal. Booner, we can't thank you enough for jumping on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Well, and, uh, Booner, I got What do you guys think What do you guys think about the, the, um, the all-NBA teams? Uh, I, thought, I thought they got yeah. it right for the most part. I, uh, the only iffy one was Kemba and maybe Clay Thompson instead. But other than that, I, I thought they, <laughs> they pretty much got it. What do you think, Booner? Well, you know, I, I looked at the roster here, and, and I wish I had in front of me here, but I, I looked at the roster, and I was looking at the number of the 15 guys that were picked. And how many of those were not in, in the in the playoffs? Do you know? Do you? I, I don't have it here in front of yeah. me. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, and then how many are still left? I mean, that, 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 I was – did the see, Detroit make the playoffs? Yes, yeah. they did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and I think Blake was Blake made the third team. So I think every player, except for LeBron James, I think may have been the one that did not make the playoffs. So you, you have got to it think in front that of me right now, that is right. Yeah. Uh, so that you would have to think that they that they got it right. Now you could probably argue the point where once you've been on the first team, once you've been on the second team, but, but for the most part, but you'd have to think that you know they. They uh, they definitely got it right. Now I know there's some little, some arguments about Clay Thompson and whether he should be on there instead of Kyrie Irving. What do you think about that? I think Clay deserved it. Whether it's Kyrie or whether it's Kemba, I think I think he had a valid point when he was talking about it yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think, and, Gordon? And, yeah, I agree with that. And Booner, you'd be able to address this. I think better than anybody. Clay Thompson makes sacrifices in order to let other people score on that team. If he were on a playoff team that wasn't quite stacked like the Warriors are, he'd be scoring what six, seven, eight points more per game. But he doesn't. Without it, yeah, he doesn't that, do. Yeah, that. What, what, without it, without a doubt, Jordan. I yeah. mean, that would that would be that. That's probably his argument there is that you sacrifice either you're going to be on a championship team and and, and get a chance to make. Uh, to win championship, or you're going to be on a team that's not in the playoffs, and you're going to put up numbers that uh, that you know, like some players are, are doing right now. But that's the nature of the NBA. It's so hard, guys, to pick. You know, I, in, in 25 years, I think I made one mistake 
didn't I, Gordon? Did yeah, I make one mistake? One, I think, somewhere, but <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was minimal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was, it was a bad one, to just put it that way. But <laughs> it, it's so hard now, and I'm not sure the system they use now is it, probably a little bit different. I think the accounting firm of Ernst & Young, is that right? They're the ones that, that tally up the votes. I think, so. I think that I think that's right, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just so hard to to pick, you know. And, and so, but I think they got it right from from what I remember. Boner, see, Jake gets to talk to you on the air all the time during the season and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I got to tell you, I'm having very positive flashbacks to back in the day of uh, MJB in the morning. And I did the show with uh, David James the other day, and we brought you up, and we were reminiscing about that. Those were good times back then, man. Maybe not for well, you, it, but for us, they were. It, it, it was, and talk radio was a lot different then. Uh, and I think back then we, we, we had a lot of fun. But I, but I think the I kind of got turned off from talk radio back then because of, of um, I don't know, I think, the way some talk shows were driven, um, and but it's fun listening to you guys now. That's for sure. The way it's done. One time, I got to tell you this story real quick about Booner. We were, it was during the the uh, the lockout season, and we were talking. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, remember that Booner? Yeah. And we were talking yeah. about what they could do to fill the arena, and, mm. uh, <laughs> and and we thought it would be a good idea. And this was Booner's idea to have a golf exhibition in the arena, but we were afraid that maybe some people might get killed. <laughs> but that would make it that much more start, lively. Start, start taking tee shots at the, at the fans and let them dodge. <laughs> Those were fun times. Oh, man. boy. But, you know, they don't have that problem now for understanding there's a waiting list for season tickets and the brand of basketball they're putting out there on the floor now is just fun to watch. And uh, you kind of look forward to going to the arena. No. Yep. Well, hey, Booner, thank you so much. That was a lot of fun, man. we got to have you back on real soon. Hey, I want to know, is the pay the same, though? <laughs> Gordon? Uh, the, the pay is, uh, well, I, relative to what you make, uh, Booner, I don't know. It, you know, but, you know, it, it's, it's, it's healthy. Uh, I think this thing is for certain. You deserve more than David Locke. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, Ron. The great Ron Boone, color analyst for the Utah Jazz radio broadcast. And uh, that, that was a fun conversation with Booner. I think Booner's as sharp now as he's ever been. Oh, he was great. Yeah. And I loved talking to him after every game. Uh, Britton, David, Booner, and I would have kind of a crosstalk. And, man, it, it was a really fun segment. And he still brings just tremendous analysis to that broadcast. And, and we, we, you heard him kind of talk about it. We alluded. He and David are a nice to steal your term, frickin' frack. Yeah. They really balance each other out uh, really, really well. And you can tell they really enjoy working, working together. Yeah. And but, I do love it when Boone gives David the business for being too nerdy. It's, it's, my, do, it's my favorite. Do you think uh, Booner would give Locke a hard time about saying that even when you shoot efficiently from two-point range that it's inefficient to the offense i heard him push back on that very point many times this <laughs> year yeah I, in fact funny you say that because yeah. i've heard yeah. ron take exception with that a time or two yeah but it's why they work i really do think you know i think the best broadcasts are the ones that bring multiple perspectives mm-hmm. and uh, i think those those two both do that very very well yeah neither one is afraid to bring their point of view right and that's what you got to be willing to do i i understand what 
what Booner was saying about sometimes in talk radio, you hear guys, I don't know, that's sort of that, that Stephen A. Smith style where everybody else is an idiot. And, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, it's best to have varying points of view, you know, uh, even with you, Jake. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's better. That was, was that a, an insult wrapped up in a compliment right there? <laughs> that, that's really what it sounded like to me. Not, it was meant to be a joke, but I, I see. You know how I feel. Uh, I so. see. Yeah, I'm a little hurt. But so I'll not really on. with Jake? Or? <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Jake is uh, he, he, he's a sharp guy, man. Easily confused, but yes, sharp. I, uh, I well, I won't tell that story on the air, but no. Nothing but compliments. See if he James. remembers the what's, liner here. What story are you talking about? I don't want to. Let's get leave it off the air. Yeah, probably so. All right, spring into action before the summer rush. Get a complete AC diagnostic checkup before it all happens. Just thirty-nine bucks. Scheduled today by calling 801-833-3333 at Action Plumbing. We are live today at the Little Caesars in Kaysville, two eighty-three North Flint Street. Come on by. And see us, Gordon. Let's talk a little college football coming up next. All right. Uh, we'll talk about strength of schedule. Uh, some rankings were, were released, and we'll tell you where the local teams landed. Straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Yeah, he was I great. Thought, well, yeah, I thought he was Well, did you get something at least? Did we have some? Yeah. 